Now broadcasting on your favorite podcast platform, it's the Maverick Do It Different Podcast with your host, Paul Fink, the Maverick Millionaire. When you want to step up and dare to be different, when you will dare to be great and live up to your fullest potential, when you are ready to dare to be a maverick and live the life of your dreams filled with abundance, passion, and joy, then it's time to listen to me, Paul Fink, the Maverick Millionaire, and the Maverick Do It Different Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome to this edition of Do It Different Podcast, and my name is Paul Fink, the Maverick Millionaire, and we are here with one of our great, great, great authors in the upcoming Volume 3 of Be a Success Maverick, How Ordinary People Do It Different to Achieve Extraordinary Results, and this particular author is one who has achieved extraordinary results by doing it different. Husband, father, entrepreneur, entrepreneur in the payment system industry for the past 15 years, specializing in business-to-business space and accepting payments for goods and services, the merchant industry. Absolutely, Scott Centafonte, it is a pleasure to have you here. Please, please, please uh, say hi and welcome. Hi, Paul. Thank you very much. It's nice to be here. I appreciate it. So you've got a chapter in our upcoming book. You're one of our great authors with a whole bunch of great co-authors in the book. You talk about playing to your strengths and creating a business in that regard. What is the strength that you have found for yourself and how do you utilize it in your business? Well, growing up, you know, I, I, I don't learn like a typical person. Um, you know, nowadays with school, you, you see so much more advanced education, helping people learn the way they learn. Um, so I was, I'm dyslexic. Um, and so I had to play to the strengths of listening and logic reasoning. And I really didn't realize that until I got out of high school, um, that I was able to, that that was more of a, I was overcompensating for my, um, disabilities in reading and decoding, um, when it came to the written word. Um, so I was able to play towards my ear and also my logic reasoning to actually get me through and compensate for those um, disabilities that I had in the learning space. So, and this is such a valuable lesson for so many people to get. Uh, my daughter, and I, I believe we've had these conversations, my daughter is also dyslexic and went through the challenge, you know, when she was in third grade, she wasn't able to read. She had a kindergarten reading level, even up to third grade. And we got really real with how to different systems, different processes to really be able to think, to be able to receive, to be able to retrieve. And, um, and with that, she actually now processes at a more efficient level is so much more organized than than other people in the family might be, uh, just has that that process down, knows exactly how to get to the results that she's looking for step by step. And so many people, they uh, don't over, they, they, they feel like challenges are there to hold you back, whereas you and my daughter found the challenge actually propelled you to create success. Can you speak to that? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's amazing how what we've learned in the last few years, last 20 years, 
about people and the way they learn differently. You know, there's a lot of movie stars and a lot of very successful people that are dyslexic or they have certain learning capabilities that are not normal or the normal way of doing it. And, you know, it's one of those things, like you said, a challenge is more of a way of finding a solution rather than holding you back. Because, you know, growing up, I had to work harder than most just to get my 79s, you know. (laughs) Um, So it was one of those things where you just you, you didn't know any different. You knew that you didn't get it as quick as others. So you had to work a little bit harder or you had to do it a little different way. And that's kind of what has propelled me or kind of brought me into this universe with the Maverick Millionaire and, and this, uh, you know, in our uh, community that we have here. Yeah, we're, we're all about doing it different. And so what did you, I mean, I, I get that we, you overcame the challenges. What about people that weren't born with the privilege of being dyslexic, like yourself, my daughter, and Richard Branson, of all people? Um, what what do you say to them on how to really create that success that you have found through overcoming your challenge? It's more perseverance. I mean, I wrote about that in the book and it's, it's one of those things where, you know, at the time it might look like the, you know, the hardest thing you're doing or the worst situation you could put yourself in, but as long as you kind of, you know, put your head down and get it done or figure out a way, Um, You know, I have three boys and believe it or not, dyslexia is handed down from a male to their male offsprings. So I've actually knowing of my challenges in school, we were able to catch that very early with the children. And there's so many different programs out there now that my 10 year old is now going into sixth grade and he actually is not dyslexic anymore. And I was just, I was, it was amazing to me that the processes that they put in place and the programs that they had for him allowed him to process his brain to process to where he could learn like everyone else, but yet he still has, um, you know, he's so smart and it's unbelievable. And he worked so hard because he had to overcome those challenges. Right. So, you know, I just say to people, it just, it's take it as a blessing. Um, use, use the tools. There are so many tools out there now. And for me, I graduated high school with an eighth grade reading level. Um, I, I passed English with a, with a dozen red roses and a nice note to my English teacher. <laughs> Love that. But, you know, but that was part of my sales. That's part of my personality. That's part of my, you know, just who I am. Um, but I didn't really find it till junior, junior college to where I took a bunch of tests and it came back to where, okay, these are your strengths. These are your weaknesses. And I really had to step back and say, well, you know, I got to figure something out here. Um, And so that's why I went into sales, you know, because I have an ear and I listen to everything and my logic reasoning, I can normally project what's going to happen before it happens so that we can be proactive rather than reactive. So um, it's amazing what what, what has come about now with the learning and being able to help people that, that learn a different way. You know, that's really what it comes down to. And there's also thing about dyslexia. It's not seeing words backwards. There's so many different varieties. It's kind of like a spectrum, um, just kind of like autism to where the spectrum of being dyslexic could just be, you could be phonically deaf or you could be all the way to where you're seeing words and letters and numbers backwards. So it really runs the gamut of, of what it could be. So, I mean, so, but thank gosh, you know, there's been more, uh, you know, there's been more research out there that's actually been helping. Yeah, and, and for me in understanding and working with my daughter, it was about um, really r- recognizing that there's always a way. 
And there's always a way to get to that end result of, well, I want to receive the information. How do I do that? And then I want to be able to retrieve it. How do I do that? And that's core component of learning, receiving information, then being able to retrieve it when you need it. And with my daughter, it was different systems, processes, different ways of, of analyzing and, and filing the information so that we could really make it, make it a uh, real impact for her. And, uh, and it's just amazing that the bottom line lesson that I've seen is that with any of us that overcome challenges, our work ethic, our perseverance, our understanding on how to get from here to there it is so much more advanced than most of the people that we're working with that are around us in, in the world. Uh, found that to be so? I do. And it's the belief in that you'll make it, that you'll make it work because you have in the past. Yeah. So you're pulling on some of the challenges that you've overcome in the past to where you know that you'll be able to persevere. You might not see it at the time, but just to have that self-confidence that, you know what, I've been here before. I just need to take a step back and I know that I can get through it. It just, it's going to take a little longer than most, but yeah. the key is I'll get it. But when I get it, I got it. And that's, I think that's a really big, big thing to think about when, when you're speaking about that. Yeah, huge. So I, I, I know we could spend hours on, on this topic only. I, I know you've created just an amazing business and, and it with the same type of approach that you kind of approach uh, your life and business differently than most. Um, how did you approach the, the merchant services, if you will? Um, differently? Um, you know, I didn't know much about it when I got into the industry. Um, and it's really, it's an unregulated industry. And when you come into an industry that, that doesn't have any, you know, rules of, of engagement, I'm more, I, I care about people. I like people. I want to help people. And that's really the, the whole, that, that's my whole being of coming to do, to do this, you know, um, and accepting payments, helping them with the best situations, which you find in my industry, a lot of people are just in it to get in and get out, to sell their portfolio, make money, you know, no matter what it does to the merchant themselves. So really my thing, I love working with mom and pops. I love working with the entrepreneur that, that is, you know, striving to be better. Um, and for me, I do it differently because I actually care. I mean, when I, I really take them in and I take the time to understand the business and, I, and, and to really evaluate what they're looking for and what they really need. Um, and I, you know, and I, I've had to learn, you know, these last 15 years that it is business. It's not personal because <laughs> I do. I am so I throw so much of my personal just personality, personal at it, um, you know, feelings that I want to see them succeed. You know, um, so I do it different by responding and just being there for someone and, and really wanting to see them succeed where I find other people in the industry just like, all right, thanks. I'll see you later. I won't talk to you again. And that's that's you see that more than not, um, you know, with an unregulated business. I've had people not even know who I was throw me out because when I've walked into their business, not even want to give me the time or day because they've been taken advantage of. Yeah. And that people have not done the right thing by them. And honestly, I always kind of say I sleep very well at night because I know that I've done the best that I possibly can for the merchants or the, the clients that I brought onto my portfolio. So, so powerful. And it's, it's very common, not just in your industry, only I've been in multiple different industries where the same type of thing happens, where the, the money takes over, the success takes over, and people forget that they're there to serve 
and your clients, your customers, no matter what industry it is, are your, are, you are there, they're paying you to serve them to make them better so that there's a, a great value exchange. Well, it's and, interesting when I'm recruiting or training, one of my first questions always is, is do you like people? You know, and, and I think that should be just a, a question across the board in any sales industry. Do you like people? Because if you don't like people, then that sales might not be the right industry for you. And that really comes about when you hit with the payment industry, for sure. Uh, unfortunately, I've met all too many people that are frontline in customer service, sales, uh, and, and multiple different industries where they're in touch with the people hands on that they don't like people. Yep. And it's such a shame. It is a shame. It is a shame. Because they could be, you know, if you like, you get rewarded by helping. I mean, at least I do. You know, yeah, I, it's the same thing that. yeah, especially when you sell the intangible, when you're out there selling the intangible, you can't touch it, feel it, see it built or anything along those lines. You know, that that's the feeling that keeps me going, at least, at least personally, I can speak to that. So when you're focused on your, your client, you're, you're focused on what's best for them. What do you what have you done? What's what really makes your service or who you are different than other people's services? Or the education about the industry because it's you know I really take the time and sit down and explain how it works and, and the, how classification of a certain business how you're accepting you know the payments is it on the web is it on the mobile you know it really I really kind of put a, a whole package together for them to fully understand what it's about because you know yeah you, you swipe the card money's in your bank account that's all some people will say I try to break it down for more of an understanding so that what happens is I'll have my competitors will come in and say, I'll save you $300. But my merchants know that if I'm making 50 bucks or a hundred dollars on them, that's a lot. So they know right off the bat that they can't either, you know, this person doesn't know what they're talking about or, you know, but my thing is the education and also the willingness to, you know, help. And that's really what it comes down to. That goes a long way. And, and what was underlined there that you didn't say is the personal touch. You know that that they can actually reach out to you, that they can speak to you, that they can that they can you know they have any challenges. You not only are educating them on the front end, you're there to continually educate them ongoing throughout your relationship with them, and that's so important. And one of the reasons why uh, I would do business and and uh, with you or anybody that does that component, it's that that personal touch world of difference and I, and I value that i mean i have merchants that call me just i literally have well the owner of the company will say just call scott he'll figure it out yeah and, and we get it done you know and it's i always say to customers you know or, or merchants there's there's never not going to be problems it's how we address the problems and how quickly we can solve them and that's and you know it could be a problem for five years but i mean before we were on here i have a merchant had a, a tavern burned down and they don't have it and nobody was hurt thank goodness but they don't have a they can't accept any money and as we were speaking my business partner's on his way with a terminal to meet them halfway you know to get them up and running so you know that took that took me a good hour and a half today but it was i was on the phone and we just were able to coordinate that but that to me was i was helping them and that and that's you know that's and they appreciate it. You know, most people do appreciate it, just like you said, which is nice. So, No question. And, and really so much of, of our job as business owners and of entrepreneurs is to help our prospective clients see 
those scenarios and help them realize in advance that that's why they would do business with us versus somebody else. That's why they would do business with you versus somebody else is because when the crap hits the fan, uh, it's that you're going to be able to be reachable and will be proactive in, in solving the challenge. Whereas other people, it's, you know, three days later and they finally get in touch with somebody and, oh yeah, the, it's being mailed to you. You'll get it next week. It'll be a 10 day service charge. And uh, yeah, onward and onward. Um, been there. And it's, it's our job to educate as entrepreneurs. One of the biggest messages that they could take away from this little piece of our conversation is, man, let your prospective clients as well as your clients know that's your value. I was at a mixer last night with a couple bankers and one banker said to the other, so who are these guys that have this area really dominated with the merchant services? And they pointed at me and she goes, yeah, I saw him the other day at a, at a deli and all of a sudden he popped up from behind and he was wiring something up for somebody. So it's kind oh, of interesting, you know, that, but that, but that's a great reputation. You know, that's what we do. And the reputation is getting out there and it's really, you know, it's nice to kind of hear that in a kind of a, you know, a mixer setting, you know, when it that's comes awesome. Yeah, so so it, it, in all literal literal sense, your reputation preceded you. Yes, yes, yes which was nice. Oh, that that's awesome. Yeah. That is so great. Uh, what a great feeling! Yes, <laughs> you you went home dancing after that one. Yeah, no, I was I was very. That was a very successful networking meeting. <laughs> that was good. So with with all your success and and you're going to be in the chapter that's for some of the people that listen to this, it'll be coming up any day now. And for others, they're going to hear it after the book comes out and it, we're driving it to bestseller. It's just an amazing group of authors. Be a Success Maverick, volume three. Um, with the chapter, with everything that you wrote, with all your other success, uh, what's next? Oh, next keeping up with my kids. <laughs> um, but it's about becoming more of an influencer in the industry. Um, you know, with the book, it's kind of shown me that, and, you know, some of the interactions I've had recently, just like the mixer last night, that I can be more of an influencer within the industry and kind of be, you know, there are good people in the payment industry that can help, that want to help. Um, so that's really what's next for me. Um, you know, I've, I've got a few bank relationships I'm working on. Um, if I net them, I will have to hire. So that's a good thing, right? Um, so those are my two things on the horizon, to be an influencer and uh, in the industry and also, uh, um, you know, net another, in, net another bank because I go into small and medium-sized banks and help them compete with the, big, the bigger banks. So Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And, and learning to uh, delegate, hire, hire, hire more people and uh, to, to grow that empire. Well, that's what you're helping me with is the delegation and the processes. So I'm, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm very thankful for that, for sure. I am honored. I am honored. So we've got a lightning round now, a lightning round of some quick questions and uh, uh, kind of talk about more of your, your personality, if you will, although we've been talking ton on that. The your favorite book you'd recommend? Um, it Takes What It Takes by Trevor Mowat. And it's um, Mowat, M-O-W-A-D. And again, being dyslexic, I'm an audible guy. So I'm not a reader, but I listen Good. to it on, I listen to it all the time. So, but I've, I've read that book about three times. And it's got some really great, um, really great stuff um, in there for perseverance 
it takes what it takes. It just, it really spoke to me because it does. It takes what it takes. It takes what it takes, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Yep. Uh, your favorite movie? Um, when I get, when I allow myself to sit down and watch one, uh, I actually have seen Independence Day quite a few times. I, I get a kick out of that. That's, it's kind of, that's fun. I like Will Smith's kind of. What, what, what about it? So his comedy, what, what about it of Independence Day that really. It's kind of like, yeah, it's, it's more just like he can be, you know, he, he gets a job done and makes it happen. He's kind of got a little wit to him at the end too. So that's what I, I kind of like that. It's kind of, you can still get business done, but have a little fun doing it. You know, there so, you go. The, yeah. the business with the cigar. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. At the, yes. <laughs> Favorite singer or band. I always have um, Stevie wonders greatest hits in my CD player in my car. Oh, great. Um, he runs the gamut and it, depending on my mood or what I'm doing, if I got a, you know, appointment or something, he always has a song that I can really, I can really kind of, you know, gets me in the mood. <laughs> that's, that's perfect. What's your biggest passion? Um, my biggest passion is helping people. I mean, I really, I, I try to volunteer, um, you know, I really just, uh, I'm very grateful for what I have and what I've been through. And I just, uh, my, my passion is, you know, my family, obviously, um, that's, that's huge for me, you know, but I, I really like to give back. That's, that's, a, that's, that keeps me going. You know, when you get those, you get those down times and stuff, I just volunteer a little more and it, and it helps. It helps out a lot. I just recently kind of figured that out. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever you get past yourself, Mm-hmm. And you realize that you're here for others and that we're all in a, in a universal connection. Yeah. Makes all the difference in the world. It really does. We've got people listening from all around the country and all around the world. What's some words of wisdom you want to pass to them? Um, be present in the moment. You know, and, and, and try to try to come from a place of uh, gratitude. That's really been that's really what I've learned in the last few years of just, you know, be in the moment. Things will work out the way they're supposed to. And just, you know, be grateful for what you have, because, you know, you can't control everything. You can really only control, your, you know, how you react. Yeah. And it's how you react to moments. And, and if I found that I'm a much happier person in the moment. And, and coming from a place of gratitude. So that's, that's what I could, I could offer. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. Thank you so much, Scott. It's been an absolute pleasure for anyone that wants to reach out to Scott and get to know him a little bit more, find out more about his business, his services, his links are right here in the description. And you want to absolutely, absolutely get a copy of Be a Success Maverick. The link for that is also available right here. We would love to have you a part of the Maverick universe and the Maverick community any way possible. Scott, it's been a real pleasure. Thank you so much. My honor, Paul. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. This is Paul Fink. This is the Maverick. I am the Maverick Millionaire, and this is Maverick Do It Different podcast, and this is where we dare to do it different. See you all soon. Until next time, everyone. Thanks for listening to Paul Fink. That's me, the Maverick Millionaire, and the Maverick Do It Different podcast. You can listen to us anytime, 24-7, on your podcast listening platform of choice. Introduce us to your friends. Give us five-star rating and subscribe. And share us across all your social media platforms to anyone 
that could really utilize this message right now. Till next time, everyone.